Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine people like Morton S. Erickson. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero six nine. Walk upon the water. The move. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And there's nothing more comfortable than heading out for a nice little walk upon the water, especially if you're not Jesus, in a gale force wind. Yeah, I wonder if there's something else going on besides gale force winds. Yeah. I personally have never decided to try out my Messiah complex in real life. What about your Rick Ocasek complex? A Rick Ocasek complex. It's a reference to the video for Magic. Oh, okay. I was going to relate to last time I was at a beach, which was in Torrance, California in March, leading up to Easter a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was rather different than the rest of the area at the time. So I'm just imagining everybody thinking, oh, let's all go for a stroll and an English weather. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I don't know if they're all supposed to be dead or high or whatever they're supposed to be, but it makes a good B-side to Fire Brigade. It's not as good as Fire Brigade. No. Few things are. But it is definitely still a good song and a worthy B-side. I mean, you flip the thing over, you're not going to be disappointed. You're not all of a sudden going to get Marston Moore Part 1 or something (laughs) like that. You're going to get a nice little complimentary song to the first side, which is a rarity because it's usually, okay, guys, we need another song. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) We only wrote the one. Can we just have the instrumental be a B-side? Or play the song back in reverse? Oh, like Napoleon the Fourteenth, who recently bought yep. the farm. Rest in peace. Yes. <laughs> they came and took him away, unfortunately. <laughs> Jeez, I hope so. I hope they didn't just leave him where he died and <laughs> wait for it to just decompose away. Um, hmm, meh. I mean, as you've been listening, I've, you know, I first hear a move song and I'm kind of like, yeah, it's okay. And then the more I hear it, the more I like it. But this one, the more I heard it, the more I didn't like it more. It's okay. I didn't hate it more the more I heard it. I just didn't think it got beyond, eh, okay. When the chorus started to kick in, I thought, well, maybe this will make it more than okay. The chorus was okay. The bridge. Maybe that's what will save this for me. Three is wild, five is swept up, five is 
was okay. So everything combined together to make an okay song. And I gave it lots of chances to either grow on me, which I hate. I hate doing that. I, really, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's impatient or, or what, or I've been spoiled by so many songs, where as soon as I hear them, it's like, damn, that's a good song. I can't wait to hear that. Instead of just, well, maybe if I just hear it more and more and more, it'll eventually grow on me, like mold or skin lesions or something like that. It's got a nice little drum break there from Bevan in there a couple of times. And uh, I'm wondering if this might be some sort of public service announcement song, since the last words before they repeat the chorus is, this tale of common sense will end on, please don't drink and drive, especially when you're driving friends along the waterside. This tale of common sense will end on, please don't drink and drive. Especially when you're driving friends along the water side. Did somebody get drunk and drove along the coast and drove their car into the water and everybody died? And that's why you shouldn't drink and drive? Now that is one thing I was going to say is Bevan gets to do a few drum parts on here. And I am starting to see where Roy Wood gets a formula going. Which is, okay, we're going to do a light psychedelic pop song. And then we're just going to throw in a bunch of stuff here and there to make the critics go, oh, they're geniuses. <laughs> I mean, I noticed that too. It's not just a straight song like where they came up with the one part and they ride that one part out through the two or three minutes of the song. Things do go in different places. Yeah, it's like chunks of song that have been stitched together. That I like about it. That it's not just sets up the song in the verse and there you go. Here's the next two and a half minutes of the song that you've heard the first 30 seconds. The music at least changes throughout the song, even if I thought the music was okay. I don't hate it. I'm not going to go out of my way to hear it. If it does happen to pop into my ears, that's fine, but didn't set my skirt on fire. I noticed on YouTube there are live versions of it too. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure there is. Those might be interesting to look at, but we're not going to go do a deep, deep, deep <laughs> dive. Pun intended. To, uh, <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yes, to yeah. uh, find out every live version of Walk Upon the Water because, yeah, if it is typical British television, it's this version with Roy Wood pretending to play his guitar and Carl Wayne <laughs> pretending to sing. Yes, yeah, it's just going to be the record and they're going to lip sync over it. Yeah. Exactly. And so, somehow. Their musicianship is so fantastic that they can all fade out at the same level. It's, exactly. Uh, I know. Even, even yeah, I've noticed that. Mm -hmm. And those instruments, they can make appear out of nowhere. <laughs> yes, yes. I love the sax solo by the band when there's nobody there playing a saxophone or any <laughs> yeah. other instrument that obviously is not on stage with you guys. Have we run out of things to say about this song? Yeah, um, yeah. unless we want to do a deep dive maybe into something by Tony Orlando and Don. <laughs> Otherwise, I think we're done here. Yeah, we're done here. We're not going into <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don. That's it. It's over. Really, we could. Yeah, we could, but we won't. <laughs> Got something to say about Walk Upon the Water. Then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three eight five zero. Three, three, seven, five, call now. Tree, tree. Meet 
a safe driver, alive on the highways, you may be able to follow his good example. He's not too hard to find. You can always spot him by the way he drives. He always keeps his car in A1 mechanical condition because he knows that even a safe driver can have an accident in a car that doesn't respond as it should. He shows courtesy for other drivers by signaling turns and giving them the benefit of any doubt. He knows that speed is his greatest enemy, so he slows down at night, in bad weather, in crowded traffic, and on narrow roads. He knows and obeys the laws written to help save his life. And most important of all, he drives as though the country's highway accident problem is his personal problem, which it is. Remember, few accidents happen with safe drivers. Are you one of them? Great moments in electric light orchestra history. The band was really becoming established. Um, were you all wholly committed to it, or was uh, the sort of strain beginning to show with uh, different sort of ideas? <coughs> yeah, uh, everyone was um, committed to the band, yes, but um, I think everybody wanted to be a, a star in their own right at that time. You know, mm -hmm. There was a lot of uh, conflict in the band, there was a lot of... Everybody wanted to put their ideas forward, but there were so many ideas that we couldn't possibly use it, all of them, you know. And uh, I think that's when the rut started to set in, really. Mm -hmm. It was shortly after that, Roy, that uh, you had a few personnel changes in the band, wasn't it? Wasn't that's it? right, yeah. Well, the, f the first personnel change was uh, Ace Kefford left, and um, Trevor Burton moved onto bass, and we sort of kept it like that for a while. And it, Trevor had been playing with sort of various bands, and he, he wanted to sort of get his own thing together. And it, it all blew up one day in, uh, I think it was France or somewhere we were playing, and uh, the atmosphere had been getting worse and worse all the way through the show, and it ended up with Trevor and Bev having a fight on stage, and Trevor threw a 4 by 12 cabinet at Bev, and Bev threw his drums back at Trevor. That's <laughs> how so it went on, you know, went down a storm, actually. The crowd, the crowd thought it was part of the act. <laughs> and that's when Trevor left, and um, Rick Price came in there. Enjoy the podcast? Then let us know with the universal expression of love, cash. You get swell extras when you subscribe at patreon.com slash ELOPod. At the $1 an episode tier, you can hear shows a week before the rest of the world. And at the $2 tier, you get expanded episodes with bonus material only found at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Help a poor man build a pretty dream and give us lots of money at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Well, hey, this is Dr. Troy with my thoughts on moves, Walk Upon the Water. Well, after listening to this song several times, I can now say that this is my new favorite move song, replacing Fire Brigade. Now, I liked this song when I first heard it, but then I saw the video on YouTube, and I loved it even more. There was something about their performance that just made me even love the song even more. It had definitely has echoes of the Beatles and a little bit of the Beach Boys. I can hear some echoes of The Who during that time period before Tommy. And strangely enough, it reminds me of In a Big Country by Big Country, especially the beginning. And then Big Country. It's kind of similar beat rhythm. 
not quite the same tune. And I just love the video. I love their choreography. Pointing fingers up in the air. It's like each one of the guitarists and the bassist and the lead singer does that. But I think the real star of this show is Bev Bevan. His drumming is incredible. Especially the drum rolls that he does after chorus and going into the verses. It's just incredible drumming by, what, he was 21, 22 at the time. And I have to say that this song is so infectious that I found myself singing it while I was walking into church the other night. And one of my friends, Linda, asked me, well, what's that song, Troy? And I said, oh, that's a new gospel song. <laughs> and after I said that, she was on her phone, so I'll bet Glenda was looking for it. I'm definitely going to help. Oh, well, I'll talk to you next week. This is Troy. Lies made baby Jesus cry. Feast the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast Channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero six.